You're listening to a LTA Sex Podcast. LTA Sex. Sex positively. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where we talk about sex, relationships, and life completely unedited. I'm your host, Jerome Stewart Nichols, writer, sex and relationship coach, and creator of sexual lifestyle blog, LTAsex.com. If you know me, you know I love talking about sex basically all the time. Uh, Behind Closed Doors is your chance to get a bit more raw and personal with me than ever before. Most often, I'll be talking to my partner and submissive bubby, but you'll hear me musing by myself or sitting in a room with any random person from time to time. Behind Closed Doors definitely isn't your average sex podcast, but it's not about the size. All that matters is how deep and arousing the conversation is. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and tell your friends about it. You should also consider giving the show a review on iTunes. Make sure to check out LTAsex.com for more from me. You can find more info on Behind Closed Doors at LTAsex.com slash Behind Closed Doors. If you're one of those people using social media, you can also find me, LTAsex, or Behind Closed Doors on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, all of that shit. Alright, enough of me talking about this bullshit, let's get to the sex. At this current moment, it's been about, let's say, just over exactly two days since I've seen Bubby. I was uh, I was at my mother's house for a little bit, uh, spending some time with them, and he was over at his family's house in the same time. Uh, so it's been a couple of days. And the last few times that we have... Uh, been separated like this one of the things that's uh, sort of caught me I guess was the separation anxiety that I feel when we're not together uh, sometimes when I'm talking to him and managing him and he's not here I get the same sort of uh, feeling it's, it's a feeling like there's something that's mine that I want to be near me, not necessarily to touch per se, but I just want it there. I want to look at it. I want to know it exists. I want to be comforted by its presence. Sort of like when you leave the house without your cell phone or something. It's it's a bit stronger though, because I, I can feel it in the back of my mind uh, when I think about him and he's not there or I haven't seen him in a while or we've been apart um, for a majority of the time even if we've seen each other I'll start to get these little I don't want to say panic panic is not the word that I mean perhaps I get a sense of concern about what he's doing, where he is, you know, if he's okay, if he's, like, banging his head against the wall or shitting in somebody's yard as the proverbial pup that he is. I... I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. 
I will say that I do like feeling a connection to him when he's not around. Uh, when we first got together and he was already telling me that he loved me, uh, this was a few months into our relationship and I was just sort of like, okay, that's great. <laughs> I was, um, it's not, it's not to say that I wasn't also in love with him, but it was more of this thing where I was just, I, I love you. Yes. But I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm like ready to say that. Maybe that's not it. Maybe I... I huh. Hmm. I've thought about this a million times, and yet... When I try to put it into words, it, it becomes sort of... A jumbled mess of ideas. I, um... Uh, I guess I can say... I was more reserved... I think that's a, a way to describe me in general. It was reserved. He always says that I'm not the type to want to cuddle or deal with people. And that's not true. That is absolutely not true. I will absolutely cuddle him when he needs to. And he's admitted that. But at the same time, I'm just sort of like, I want to cuddle you when I'm ready to cuddle you. And other than that, go away. Please go away. You can be near me. You can sit at my feet. You can be in the same room but stop talking to me <laughs> just sort of like go about your merry way and I know that that's uh, not not the greatest like I shouldn't do that per se but shouldn't who decides if I shouldn't um, but back when we were getting together that reared its head is me not being able to I, I feel sense connect with uh the emotions of like love and connection that we're building for him and now the closest thing i get to that is these moments where i'm like that's my pup essentially it's like pride i guess is the feeling i'm feeling there uh and then there's these other moments where i'm like I need you here right now. Otherwise, I'm going to be anxious and I don't like it. So I'm going to snatch you. I'm going to grab your collar and I'm going to pull you this way. And that is unique to him. I've never actually done that with anyone before. It is not something that I am familiar with. Even with very close friends... I've been or not been that attached to them I think the best way to describe it might be like separation anxiety I think I get separation anxiety when he's not around it's not maybe it's not the part that he's away from me that's the problem it's the fact that I can't be constantly assured that he's okay. And by constantly assured, I'm not like worrying at every moment that he's like slicing his face open or burning the house down or something. I'm just sort of, I need to know that he's okay. And I need to see it with my own eyes. And normally I can soothe that by just looking at him 
and seeing that he's there, he's over in the color corner, uh, over in the corner coloring, or I can hear him banging around in the kitchen, or I can hear him mumbling around along to his music in his bedroom. But when I don't hear him, I've gotten so used to having to watch him and having to look out for him, and I do enjoy it. It's it's something that uh, sort of like looking after a pet, I guess. Um, it gives me like a sense of purpose, I suppose. And when I can't get that subtle confirmation that he's not dead or dying in some way, then I become anxious. Separation anxiety, after all. I'm not sure how to deal with it. And I'm actually surprised that I'm getting it. He gets it. He tells me he gets it. But for me, it's this thing of, I'm the dominant here. I should not be feeling like I need you by my side. I don't need anyone. I'm strong. I am a strong, capable black woman, and I can do it by myself, I am an independent woman, and whatnot, but, (laughs) but I guess, um, as I have found very frequently in these past ten months that we've been together, that I do need him, or maybe not even him, I need someone. I need something. I used to have my cat Apollo, but he went to live with my aunt and decided he didn't want to come back, so I didn't force him. Um, We have a guinea pig now, but that's Bubby's guinea pig. Uh, He's my guinea pig, I suppose. He's my little fluffy, chubby bastard who I pet a lot too much and like to play around with he's my comfort I guess he's something well not my only comfort because I can be soothed without him Um, whereas he says he can't be soothed by anything the way he is soothed by me at least I don't know if he simply can't be soothed by other things I just think that he is Uh, very concerned with making sure that or he's very connected to me specifically which I also enjoy I enjoy being needed in that way when I got home from work today back to separation anxiety when I got home from work today or when I got home from my mother's house today (laughs) he was at work and I didn't know he was at work I should have known but I didn't because we hadn't really been talking because my phone is off because I'm a poor person um and I have to admit that I was sort of upset like why didn't he tell me that he was going someplace else? Why didn't this? Why didn't that? Why blah, 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 blah. And I have to say, 
And then I realized that I was only mad because I wanted to, like, pet him. I wanted to throw a ball and have him fetch it. I wanted him to suck my dick. Most importantly. <laughs> I guess in this particular case, my annoyance with the fact that he wasn't here to fuck as soon as I got back um, was <laughs> overwhelming. I've never been one to like the instability of things like love. Those emotions that sort of take you by surprise and sweep you under and send you off into this crazy world of giggles and happiness and two spoons for one Sunday, which who even the fuck does that? Like, if somebody I'm on a date with gets one Sunday and they're like, here, share this with me, this is not going to work out. I, I, I don't... Ew, get away from me. I... <laughs> I made myself laugh. I, um... I don't like those emotions because they are hard to control and I love controlling things, especially my emotions. I love being able to stop them or step on them or put them in a tight little box until I'm ready to let them out. I used to, when I was younger, I had learned to hold everything in and sort of just keep it to myself and then I'd freak out and that was very not helpful as I've gotten older though I've broken a lot of those habits uh, and developed new ones like being incredibly honest and sharing and talking to people and reaffirming and reminding myself um, that it's okay to be vulnerable and yet in this moment when I'm sitting here and I'm like I want my bubby. I want him here, and I want him now, and I want to pet him, and I want to spank him. Really, all I want is, I just want him here. I know he's at work, and I can go see him. He's maybe a block away from the house, but he is just not close enough for me. And I'm talking about these emotions... And the more I talk about them, the more I'm starting to wonder if they're problems at all. Or if I'm just freaking out. Oh no, I'm just freaking out. (sighs) See, one of my problems, uh, one of the new problems that have developed uh, since me sort of working out my past issues from like my childhood and uh, relearning new ways to deal with my emotions and parse them and uh, actually handle them appropriately has been that I am hyper vigilant. I'm like super sensitive about whether or not my emotions are being valid or not being valid, but whether they are valid. Like, 
I'm a very passionate person about race, racial issues in this country, but I also understand that that some of our problems are, let's say, black people in general. Some of, some of our problems are, uh, or they could be self inflicted, or they might be helped but helped by something that we could do within our own community rather than you know yelling at white people. But you know, sometimes yelling at white people is cathartic, and I feel like for a lot of people like me being able to say the things to white people that we can't normally say is you know helpful and getting it done or getting it dealt with at least but I find myself now where I used to be on the the spect- the in- other end of the spectrum where I was like you know what black people are just ghetto and we need to get our fucking shit together and then I swung all the way to the other side where I was like you know what white people fucking suck and I hate them and now I'm sort of like I've got I was so concerned on both ends that I found myself in the middle and that's often where I find myself on issues but what I'm often finding is that my emotions themselves are not in the middle like if we're still using the the racism analogy my emotions when I see a black kid get killed by a cop they go wild and sometimes they are completely apathetic they are because I've just seen it so many times I'm numb to it but like my emotions can be wild and I can be angry and I can be mad but I'm so fucking concerned that if I get mad and I'm like white people fucking suck then I'm gonna hurt one of my friend's feelings and in relationships, especially this relationship with Bubby, I have been even more cautious than normal. Because what I didn't want to happen was I didn't want me to become bitter, become resentful of him for, like, little things. Because I will do that. And then I'll start nipping at him. I'll say mean things. I'll do mean things. I'll stop wanting to help him. I'll think of him very negatively all the time. And that is not really healthy. So I found myself internally conflicted very often where I'm like, is this an emotion I should bring up to him? Or is this an emotion that will pass? Because some of the thoughts or emotions or feelings that I have are sometimes, to me at least, they seem to be rude as fuck. (laughs) Like for a long time I I didn't want to say to him go away I didn't want to say to him you're fucking annoying me I didn't want to say to him "Um, I love you I didn't want to say to him I miss you and I am right now not afraid to tell him that I miss him but I suppose I'm still afraid to tell myself to believe it myself that I miss him that I require him because it makes me feel weak. It makes me feel like I don't have my shit in order. Which is the thing that this Dom Sub situation that we are in has helped me with so much. It has allowed me to say, I have my shit together. I am capable of doing these things. I've got my boyfriend and my sub over here who's 
being well taken care of. I've handled all the bills in the house. I'm working a lot. I'm doing all these new projects and things. And that makes me feel like I have my shit together. But when he's not here, he's a loose end. He is a task that needs to be completed, that I have no power to complete. And I can't even get a real status update on it because I would need a third party. I believe him when I say he's fine or when he says he's fine. I believe him when he's at home and and says that he is not uh, loving it. The thing is, I need to see him though. I actually need to see him. And I don't just mean through Skype. I need to see him in person. I need to watch how he reacts. I need to keep track of him. And that is, wow, that is a completely new internal sensation for me. I don't think I've ever cared about somebody that much. I don't think I've ever cared about these things that much, not even for a pet. Like, I thought, I honestly thought that a lot of what was going on with me was uh, issues with the Dom sub situation and I'm starting to think that it might not be that at all or it might be a much smaller portion than I'm giving it credit for because in situations where I've had pets that I've taken care of I haven't felt the sense of duty that I feel when I'm taking care of Bubby Like, it's my job to take care of him. Even when I had Apollo, who was my fat, orange tabby cat, who was fluffy and adorable, and I loved him so very much, um, until he stopped loving me and decided that my aunt's house was better, so forget him. Um, (laughs) Even then, I, I don't think that I ever felt like I had a duty to take care of Apollo. I some I think I somehow felt like with him at least that he would take care of himself in the end like he didn't need me but when it comes to Bubby I think he needs me or I feel like he needs me do I think he needs me? I yeah I do actually think he needs me Unraveling? (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So, I'm, I'm, I'm unraveling these things in my head right now. And I think... I think I've just tricked myself into being happy. And that this is a side effect of the happiness that I've chosen. Now, I know that statement sounds odd because saying it out loud sounds like odd but I I think I might have made like a a cognitive connection in my head that I didn't quite explain so let's say let's say going back to the beginning how about this we'll go back to the beginning of our relationship wherein I was uh, 
often concerned about the dom sub role play aspect. I was very self conscious. I was very. Uh, I would I would think things like you're dumb for liking this. You are. Uh, this is so silly. You're not a fucking dog. You're not his fucking master. Why is he woofing? Like, what the fuck does a collar mean? Like, all those things, all those sort of, like, little negative thoughts, they ran through my head. They absolutely did. And I sort of got to this point where I was like, you know what? This fucking works. I know it's weird. I know it is not what I wanted at all. This is fucking, like, the antithesis of what I wanted. I did not want to be that guy in a relationship who is 100% in control and does the da 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 I never wanted to be that guy. And I know I, in that moment, in that time period, I started to realize, like, I know all this. But it fucking works. It keeps him from losing his fucking mind. It keeps me from uh, spiraling into depression because I have no responsibilities, no sense of duty, and nothing that I'm doing with my life. Before I met Bubby, I I, I had LTA sex, I had work, but I had no sense of duty. I was just doing shit that I had to do to get by, and my life fucking sucked. I went into a depression that lasted like six months, seven months, it was actually a really long, nope, it was maybe closer to a year because I started having problems getting work done whew, in 2012, and I met him, no, not 2012, 2013, and I met him um, in February of 2013, 2014, February of this year. <laughs> and I knew that I, if I was going to get over the hump this is the sort of like if I was going to be able to suspend my disbelief I would have to <coughs> I would have to believe it and I think somehow subconsciously I actually did it I actually made myself believe that he would not that he needed me to take care of him And in some ways, he actually does need someone to take care of him. And there's no one else in his life who would take care of him in the way that he wants to be taken care of or needs to be taken care of. So I guess somehow I feel duty that I am the only one there for him. And I don't want to say that like I'm trapped in this scenario because I don't feel trapped. I want to be here 100%. I just feel like it's my duty not to leave. And I actually believe it now. I don't I I want to say that I started believing it before he had a seizure. But I think the seizure was just primed, or when when his seizure happened, and he actually did need me to take care of him, I think it primed me, or I, I had already been primed, I'd been thinking about it, I'd been running it over in my head that maybe, just maybe, 
I could actually give this Dom sub puppy play Bubby Mister role play thing a real effort, like a real like sus- finally suspend my disbelief and actually lose myself in it, and not just like for an hour where my sadistic little horns come out and I can beat him um, before I fuck him to sleep. Or like when he's in a collar and I'm riding him around the house or something like that. Like I can do it and I do do it all the time. It is natural. It comes easy. And I'm blowing my own fucking mind right now. (laughs) Because I tell people, I've told people before, when they've asked me about, you know, role play, like, how do you, how do you, like, really get into it? Like, they'll ask me questions like, how do you get into it? And I'll say, you just have to do it. Eventually you'll believe it and you just have to do it. Because I know that that's true. Because that's what I did with my depression. That's what I did with my mood. That's what I did with my ability to be... Or my my belief that I was capable. What I did was I told myself that I was capable. And instead of, no, I shouldn't do that. I can't do that. It became, I can do that. I'm going to try it. But if I fail, it's not so terrible. And I think that's, I've done something similar here. And I think that for the first time, I'm actually sort of realizing that that advice, or I'm re-realizing that that advice that I give to people is valid, and it's worthwhile, and it is true. At least in my case. I know there are a lot of people who can't, who just simply cannot let their imagination run free. I, I know that there are people like that. I feel sad for you, because imagination is super fun. But, I know that there's some people who can't, and they sort of have to find other ways to fall into the the dynamic uh, but at the same time I'm sort of floored that I didn't notice it happened I knew we'd been happy I knew that we'd been feeling something different between us and our relationship wherein I was feeling happy all the time my mood was perfect I would get mad about things and it, 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 it it's, I don't want to like run through the entire thing, but it started to work. Things just did it. And I wonder if after, huh, I, f- okay. I think after his seizure, after Bubby's seizure, he might've been, he was definitely more submissive and more willing to be submissive. And he was very quick to want to be my submissive after his seizure where he forgot everything. Um, I explained how our relationship worked and it really appealed to him. He understood it and it made sense to him, I guess, on like a very basic level. And right after he got out of the hospital, he he would say things like, you know, I love being your submissive. I love being your puppy. Like it, it, simple things like that. And I, I, I wonder if his big bright eyed belief or sort of like a lack of negative self-awareness allowed me to 
really fall into the situation. Because before this before the seizure happened, there were these times where he would just snatch the fucking leash away from me. It's it's one of the reasons why we started doing a full time Dom sub thing was that because was that he would do these crazy things when he was manic. He would throw things. He'd break things. And the only way I, uh, we could figure out how to solve that particular problem was for me to not take it. For me to push him back if he if he decided to like flail. For me to hold him still. For me to uh, bend him over and spank him until he cried it all out. Or something. He needed physical he needed to be physically stopped and the thing is i didn't want to have to do that like four times a week i wanted to be able to do it once and then do the maintenance things that required or that were required in the meantime so that i could live my life because i didn't want a fucking relationship where i was beating my boyfriend's ass like four times a week like i'm i don't get me wrong, I like doing it, but that's an extra fucking job. I don't get paid enough for that shit. So, that was just wasn't something I wanted to do. And now, that he came back and he just started doing it. And he started living it. And he started believing it himself because he had no reason not to believe it. And I believed it too I believe it too I really actually honestly for once in my fucking life believe it at least when it comes to role play type things That is, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, I'll designate it as a positive thing because the end result of me being able to believe it is positive. But again, I'm constantly fucking worried (laughs) about whether or not my emotions are valid. Um, my feelings are valid. So, even though I recognize that this is a signifier or a, uh, a mark of something good... I also kind of want to scan it for viruses or something. <laughs> like, I want to make sure. <laughs> I want to make sure that it's not going to, like, insidiously turn me into a, like, super codependent dude. And I'm just like, <laughs> just let it go. God, fuck, Jerome, just let it go. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Maybe one day I'll believe that if I keep saying it. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. For us. For me. We are... I am currently... As I wait for him to get his ass home. He said he'd be home early. Um... He's supposed to get off at 10. It's now 8.35. I don't know what the fuck early means. So we shall see soon enough. But 
I'm sitting here waiting for him and I'm still feeling this anxiety and for some reason though it's a good thing so now I'm not as worried that I'm feeling it in fact I'm sort of not worried at all that I'm feeling it the more I've talked about it the more I've sort of gotten to this place where gotten what what was that I'm not British um (laughs) I've gotten to this place and in what 34 minutes from being sort of terrified or worried concerned about the fact that I was emotionally depending on the man that I'm in a committed relationship with to me being perfectly okay with it and anxiously waiting for him to be be here so that I can tell him all about my new discovery And yet I probably won't tell him at all, even though it's exciting. I'll probably just keep it to myself. Although I shouldn't. Maybe I should tell him. He does like when I share these emotional things. I feel like I don't share enough of that with him. He says that I don't, at least. I personally feel like I share when I need to. Uh, and it's not so much like a, I'm not a person who doesn't do that. It's a, I have nothing to say emotionally, so I'm not going to pretend or make something up, or if I don't feel it, I just don't fucking feel it, so I'm not going to tell you. I don't try to find extra emotions. Like, I know the way my emotions work, even now, um even after I've sort of learned to deal with my emotions in better ways, they do, I feel at least, like they work differently than most people's. Um, people will tell me that they feel love, they feel like connected, and I don't feel that all the time. It took me a while to feel it with Bobby, I said that earlier. It took me a while before I was able to connect to those emotions, whether or not they suddenly happened that day, or I had been denying feelings that were happening all along whatever happened I took it takes me a while to catch up with emotions I don't I also don't know if that's because these are new emotions uh before I met Bubby I'd never had a romantic love before I never felt it before I'd been in uh uh, committed relationships with like friends and things like that like long-term friendships I've been um in in lusty relationships but I never had romantic love so now I'm starting to wonder if all of these new feelings that I'm feeling that are so fucking confusing are just just love just love wrapped up in a different package that allows me to beat him whenever I see fit I don't know if that's I don't think that's a bad thing because love is good and that's, that's, that's one thing I've always been able to say to myself is that love is good, even despite the fact that I am not 100% in love with uh, the feelings, the, the, the free-falling that comes from being in love and loving and crushing and all those chemicals. I am... Floored at myself, actually. 
cannot believe how dumb I am sometimes. I will... It's not a bottling thing. Maybe what I'm doing now is sort of like running from my emotions and looking back like slightly over my shoulder to see how if I should be scared of that thing. I think it's a better, better analogy for what I'm doing these days. I don't completely ignore them and say that they are not worth uh, looking into, but I do say that um, they aren't problems when they might be, or they aren't, or they are scary when they're not. It's really more of a situational thing. And in this situation, I miss him. And I love him. And I think he just, oh my gosh, he's off work. Ah! So excited. He just sent me a Facebook message. Ah! My baby. I'm so excited. Well, since he's off work, he'll be here soon. I need to go freshen up because it has been two days since he has sucked my dick. And this is a problem. A problem that we will solve post-haste.